Friday again and time for one of our culture file guests to mark our cards with their favourites in reading, watching, listening, tasting and smelling. And this time it's the turn of composer Eugene Berman to share with us his culture file likes. My name is Eugene Berman. I'm a composer uh, based between Hong Kong and Europe and the United States occasionally. I tend not to go back to books too much. Uh, I read and then I keep it in me and I don't reread. But the book that I keep recommending to people uh, is a book called, uh, well, in Portuguese it's Grande Sertão, but there's a very strange English translation of the title called The Devil to Pay in the Backlands by a Brazilian writer um, Guimarães Rosa. And to me, this is one of the greatest and most underrated books in the English language as a translation. It is basically about this region of, of Brazil, which is a little bit like the American Wild West, except it's it's all swamps. And it's uh, about these roving bands of bandits who uh, are kind of at war with each other. But with, through, within kind of within that war, there is a, a very strange romance between uh, this main kind of one of the leaders of the bandits and this sort of figure who is almost it's not clear whether it's a real person or whether it's a vision. It's almost like a talisman or something. And it's, it, so it's really about nothing. Uh, it's, it's simply about this, this, this picture of a, of a region where, where there is uh, no one to be trusted, nothing to be counted on except these sort of unexpected relationships between people. And I, I think this has to be made, made it to an opera at some point, and I will have to do it if nobody else does. I, I grew up speaking Russian at home, and, and uh, English was my second language. And then I added French and Italian to just from from work. But uh, I'm working more and more with uh, Portuguese musicians, for, uh, including in my opera, there's a Brazilian um, baritone. And so I'm, I'm, I'm figuring out how to pronounce these things. The title in English is The Devil to Pay in the Backlands, uh, which is not at all a translation of the of the Portuguese title Grand Sertão and the writer is José Gomerais Rosa. In terms of TV, I think that I don't own a Netflix subscription simply because if I had I would not be able to do any work. I know how it will go. So uh, my only experience with Netflix is through other people's subscriptions, but that's probably quite common. Uh, and uh, Probably this one called uh, Shtisol, which is a show about Orthodox Jew uh, Jewish uh, community in, in uh, Jerusalem, is, is one that a lot of people seem, seem to have gotten into over the pandemic. And I was caught up in that. I thought it was really wonderful. If I, if I had to choose one forever... piece of music forever I would I would go with Mozart Requiem only because I just have a memory of, of hearing it performed in Prague uh, on a on a very cold day in the winter and for some reason I just really associate that with the history of this work it was really morose and in, in, in the in the most beautiful way I promise I'm not doing marketing for this restaurant but it is really special uh, I have a friend named Eugenio Burr, so his name is very similar to mine, completely uh, randomly. He's Italian-Dutch, uh, and he has a restaurant in Milan called Boer, so uh, like his last name. And um, I, I met him at a different restaurant that he was running. He had a dish which is called the, the deer and his uh, environment, basically, which is a, a piece of completely raw uh, venison tenderloin served on a rock uh, next with a little dish of water scented with pine cone 
needles or, or like pine needles. And so this is brought to you and all utensils are removed. And you are meant to eat this deer venison tenderloin with your hands like you have just hunted this animal. And when you wash your hands in the in this little dish, then the smell of the forest comes. And to me, this is sort of one of the most genius pieces of food simply because it's it's inherently like, like music or like a, a good piece of art in general. Uh, it brings you into a completely new dimension in a new way. And that dish, which... Uh, I think is not on the menu at the moment, but uh, I, I've, I've told the chef repeatedly that it's to me it's, it's sort of as inspiring to me as any piece of music or any any really thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I think it's important to smell at least approachable. So this is this is important. Uh, when it when it comes to cologne or perfume, I actually tend to vary things, and I'm always like I'm quite interested in finding ones that I don't. So I don't I actually don't like to have a routine in most things in life, including in, in scent. I think it's important to well to have a good baseline of of, uh, of of not being repellent, but then the creativity can come through the through the search of something new. And I remember actually being at a winery in California where, where I grew up and where my parents still live. And they had this uh, sweet dessert wine that they were uh, they were serving, which was sort of the top wine at this winery. And the sommelier came and said, this wine has great notes of petrol. And, you know, that sounds not like the most appropriate uh, characteristic, but actually it, it's exactly what that, that wine kind of carries forth. And it, it, it fitted perfectly. So I, actually, I think petrol is an underrated scent. The likes of Eugene Berman there. Coming up tomorrow evening on The Culture File Weekly, changing ideas of representation at the museum. Jennifer Walsh contemplates the Zuckerverse and how not to do science with Stuart Ritchie. That's all in The Culture File Weekly, this and every Saturday evening on RTE Lyric FM and wherever and whenever you get your podcasts.